Uh, God could have changed his journey and could have made it easier for him. Uh, God could have changed his path. But there's a big problem with all of that. It wasn't God's will for his path to change. It was God's will for it to stay the same as it, ex- as it was. And even though it was tough, even though Elijah was tired and worn out and he was ready to be done, it was God's will for Elijah to keep going, to keep serving, because God had more work to do. So let's pick up a reading here in 1 Kings uh, chapter 19, verses 1 through 8. 1 Kings 19, cha- uh, chapter 19, verses 1 through 8. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake bacon on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. So uh, we see here that even though Elijah has more work to do and Elijah's tired and he wants to quit, uh, I see that God is going to provide for him. God is a provider. Uh, We know that God provided for Abraham. Uh, in Genesis 22, Abraham and Isaac are going up the mountain, and Abraham's son asks his father, where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham, in his great wisdom, gave a wonderful answer to his son. Abraham says, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. Abraham knew God was a provider, because God has already provided for Abraham. God provided Abraham a son When Abraham didn't think it was possible, God provided protection for Abraham throughout his long journeys that he went through. God provided direction to Abraham from the very beginning. Abraham knew God was a provider. God provided also for Adam. Uh, God made that perfect garden in Eden, and God specifically put trees and plants in there for for food for Adam to eat. Uh, Genesis 2.16 And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. God put all of those in there to provide food for him. Now we know that God goes on to say that there's a couple of trees that he's not supposed to eat, uh, but that's a message for another day. But God provided food for him in the Garden of Eden before he even got there, before he even made man. Uh, God also made animals 
for Adam. Genesis 2.18, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help me for him. And then God uh, goes on to make all these animals. God was looking for someone to be a companion for Adam. And God took the time to make all of these animals for Adam. He provided them for Adam. Now God goes on to say that none of those were good enough uh, for Adam. So even what God provides is going to be the best. Uh, then God provides Adam a wife. Genesis 2, 22, and, a, and the rib which the Lord God hath taken from man, made he a woman and brought her unto the man. God provided for Adam exactly what Adam needed. Uh, God keeps providing for his children. Even when Adam and Eve sinned, God then provided them with some proper clothes. God wants to provide for his children because God is a provider. God will also provide for us. Uh, God will provide for his children today. Philippians 4.19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God can and will provide for his children. Now, maybe you think, well, this situation is terrible. There's no way out of it. Nothing can fix this mess. It's just too big. But it doesn't matter with God. Luke one thirty seven for with God, nothing shall be impossible. With God, nothing shall be impossible. God is more than capable of providing for us. God can provide for our needs, and not one single thing is impossible or too hard for God. This is essential information to have when we're walking through life. We need this information as we go on our journey of life. So let's see how God provides for Elijah on his journey here. Uh, first, we see in verse 5 that God provides some protection. First uh, Kings 19, verse 5. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, uh, he was there under a juniper tree. This tree was planted by God. God made sure this tree would be there when Elijah got there. Uh, God didn't make this tree as soon as Elijah arrived. God made this tree long ago. Now, we don't know how old this tree is when Elijah arrives here, but juniper trees can live up to hundreds of years. They can be some of the oldest trees. Uh, so it's very like, likely that God planted this tree for Elijah a hundred or more years before Elijah ever even got to that place. God provided that tree for Elijah before Elijah was even headed in that direction. Now, the wilderness outside of Beersheba that Elijah went to, uh, he went there to be alone. It was not a, a nice place. It wasn't like walking on the beach in the evening. Uh, he went into a hot desert-like area. Uh, there is very little rainfall in that area. And that's actually one reason why a juniper tree made it there, because they're one of the few trees that could live on very little water and live in that area. Uh, Elijah would also have been very hot. The average daytime temperature in that area would be in the mid-90s there. Uh, now, I know that's probably too hot for all of you. I, I, I don't know. I think 90 is okay. Uh, I know there's at least one here that would agree with me. <laughs> but most people complain when it gets over 70, you know. It's, oh, it's too hot, you know. But he's out there in the sun, and it's 90-something degrees out there. Uh, Elijah would have desperately needed this tree for shade and for rest. 
Uh, God, in his amazing wisdom, planted this tree many years before this. And he caused it to grow big enough. And God made it stay alive so that Elijah, when he arrived, could get some shade and could get some rest. Uh, God provided this tree when Elijah needed it because God provides protection. God also provides nourishment. Look at verse 6. And he, that's Elijah, looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head, and he did eat and drink and lay him down again. Sounds pretty nice to me. You know, get up and there's food right there and you eat the food and then you lay back down and go to sleep. Uh, God provided this nourishment for him. Uh, we know Elijah is in this hot desert area and he needs food and, and more importantly, he needs this water and he needs it now more than ever. Uh, we all obviously need food and water, but in this situation, out in the hot desert and he had to journey to get there, Elijah was in dire need of some nourishment. Uh, he was so uh, exhausted and so malnourished that once he ate it, he fell back asleep. Uh, God was watching Elijah this whole time. God never abandoned Elijah. God was sitting on his throne in heaven, looking down and watching Elijah. And God seen that Elijah needed some water and needed some food. So God turns to one of his angels and tells him to go down there. Go to Elijah. Uh, bring with you some cakes and some water. So then God said that that wasn't enough. Uh, he, he sent his angel down there to do it once, but then he sends his angel down to do it again. Uh, verse 7, And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat. Uh, so God sent his angel twice to nourish uh, Elijah. God is a God that provides. He provided protection for Elijah. He provided nourishment for Elijah. And God will provide direction for Elijah. Look at verse 13. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What do, dost thou hear, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken the covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain the prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said unto him, Go, return thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Hazel to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Saphat, of Abel-Meholah, shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. So Elijah here is given some direction. Elijah's a wise man. He's having a tough time, and he recognizes God speaking to him, and he goes and meets with God. I think we need to pay attention to this. I think there are times that God is trying to speak to us, and maybe we just kind of walk right on by. Maybe we don't recognize it. Maybe we don't realize it right away. I think we miss out on some meetings with God because we don't recognize God trying to work or speak to us in our lives. God wants to speak to us. We need to pay attention. We need to be close enough to God to make sure that we don't miss out on one of these meetings. So Elijah here, he meets with God and God provides some direction for him. God wants Elijah to be okay and he wants him to do the right thing. And God desires for Elijah to serve him. 
So God tells Elijah what to do. Elijah didn't know what to do. He was trying to take a break here. Uh, God takes care of Elijah and then meets with Elijah and then provides direction to Elijah. Uh, God does not want his children to be confused or not knowing what to do. God will tell you exactly what he wants you to do. It's not a secret. God doesn't want to keep it a secret from you. And God doesn't play guessing games with us either. Deuteronomy 4.29 But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. If thou seek him with thy whole heart and with all thy soul. God is findable. We can find God. You can know the will of God for your life. You can know the direction of God in your life. God will provide direction to you if you seek him with your whole heart. So God provided protection, nourishment, and direction. God also provides help for Elijah. Look at verse 15 again. And the Lord said unto him, Go, return thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou comest, anoint Hazel to be king over Syria, and Jehu the son of Nimshi shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel, and Elisha the son of Saphat of Abel-Meholah shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And now skip down to verse 19. So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Saphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he with the twelfth, and Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? And he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen and gave unto the people and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. God provides help for Elijah. So we have Elijah here and he's tired. He's worn out. God provides protection for him. God provided some nourishment for him. God provides direction to him. And now, because God can, he provides some help for him. God had a specific time that Elijah was supposed to work alone and serve God in that way. And now God says, it's time for you to work with some help. Uh, God sees his tired servant down there. And remember, God never left him. Uh, God is watching him, and God is okay uh, God says, to, uh, okay, I got you, Elijah. Uh, here's some help for you. God has Elijah anoint three people there. He, he anoints Hazel to be king of Syria, Jehu to be king of Israel, and then he, uh, Elijah, Elisha to be prophet and to be a help, uh, help to Elijah. God was sending Elisha to help Elijah. God cared enough for Elijah to send him some help. In verse 20 there, Elisha says, I will follow thee. Uh, he says that to Elijah. Elisha was accepting God's will for his life with that statement. Uh, if, if Elisha would have said, I don't know about this. I, I'm not sure. Uh, if Elijah would have said, 
give me a couple of months to pray about it, because you know we've all done that. Someone's asked us to help in a ministry, and we say, okay, sure, let me pray about this, and then six months go by, and you've never said a word about it again, and you're still praying for it. Uh, we've done it. Uh, if Elisha would have said that, or if Elisha would have said, well, I can't do this, that's not for me, I'm not sure about this, then Elijah would not have gotten the help that he needed. Sometimes our decisions will affect other people. We need to be aware of that. If God has a need and a job for us to do, if we don't do it, then someone else is going to get hurt from it. Someone might be unreached by it. Someone else isn't going to get the help that they need when we try to sit it out. Uh, if we take our sound guy, for instance, if he doesn't show up to run sound, then there may be no broadcast to go out to reach people. Uh, there will be no recording for us to put on the podcast that reaches more people. There will be no radio ministry later on when it goes on the radio. So we're talking about hundreds of people that won't get reached if someone doesn't show up to do the job that God is asking them to do. We see in verse 21, it says, Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. Elisha goes and helps Elijah and personally ministers to him. Praise God for Elisha. Uh, praise God for the ones that show up and are willing to help. Uh, also remember that this was all planned by God. God provided that help for Elijah because God is a provider. God provided Elijah with the protection he needed in the time that he needed it. God provided the nourishment for Elisha. God provided the direction for Elijah to do. And God provided the help for Elijah. And now we see that God will provide work for them to do. Uh, verse 15 says, And the Lord said unto him, Go. There was work to be done. This is after Elijah tried to quit. He said, I'm, I'm too tired. I just want my life to be over. I'm done. And God said, No, here, take this nourishment. I've got some plans for you. I've got some work for you to do. And here in verse 15, God says, Go. It's time to go do some work. Uh, in 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 3, it says, But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go. He had more work to do. And in 2 Kings 1, 15, the angel of the Lord said unto Elijah, Go. God had work for Elijah to do. Uh, remember, Elijah said that he was done. But God said, No, not yet. I've got some work for you to do. This is why God gave Elijah some help. Elijah still had work to do. Now, we may want to be done. Uh, we may want to quit. Uh, we may want to take a break, but we can't quit. God still has work for us to do. We're still here. There is still work to be done. There are still brothers and sisters in Christ that need some help. We have to go out and do the work and help them. Uh, there are still people to recruit into the service of the Lord. We still have work to do. There are still songs to be sung and messages to be preached because we still have work to do. There are still lost souls out there that need reach, that need Jesus. We still have work to do. We can't quit. God has a plan. God will provide the protection. God will provide the nourishment. God will provide the direction. God will provide the help for us. And God will provide the work that we are all called to do. We have to be willing to say, here am I, Lord. Send me. 
Jesus said in uh, Matthew 9.37, the harvest truly is plenteous. There is plenty of work to do. If you want to serve the Lord, there is something to do. There's plenty of work. The verse ends with, but the laborers are few. There is plenty of work to do, but are we willing to do it? Are we willing to say, I will follow, like Elijah said? Uh, will be, we, are we willing to serve God when he calls us? Maybe God is already calling you to serve him. Uh, maybe you haven't answered yet. I encourage you, if that's you, say, here am I, Lord. Say, I will go, Lord. Say, yes, I'll follow. Yes, I'll do the work. Whatever it is that God is asking you to do, say, yes, Lord. There is no better place to be than to be right with God and serving God. There is work to do. We all need to say yes. We all need to get to work serving God. Remember, Elijah was having a bad day. He was in a tough spot, a very terrible spot. He wasn't happy. And he was just worn out and wore down and beat up. Back in verse 14, Elijah tells his problem to God. Elijah says, I, even I only, am left, and they seek to take my life. Uh, It doesn't get a whole lot worse than that. Elijah was alone. He was broken down. Yeah, He was thinking his life is over. They're actively seeking to kill him. And God said, it's okay, Elijah. I will provide for you. God took care of Elijah and got him back on his feet and God put him back to work. God didn't get him back on his feet for him to go on vacation and and stay there. God didn't get him on his feet for him to retire. God got him on his feet to get him back to work. In verse 15, God says, go. God said, I provided for you. I took care of you. And now I have some work for you to do. Uh, When we are broken and tired and alone, go to God. He will provide for you. God can and will take care of you. God is not done with you. God has a plan for you. God will give you direction, but you need to meet with God first. Elijah is a man of God. Elijah has spent his life serving God, uh, doing the work of the Lord. God had always been watching over him. God never left Elijah. God cares about his children. We may have times where we feel like we're worn out, where we're tired, we're in a bad place. There are times where we just want to walk off into the wilderness and take a break. Elijah was tired. He wanted a break. He probably felt like life was just too much for him at this time. In verse 4, Elijah is talking to God and says that he requested for himself that he might die. And he says, it is enough now, O Lord, take away my life. Uh, Elijah was done. He was clocking out. He was ready to quit. Uh, Just before this, uh, Elijah did an amazing work for God. He had just gotten done doing some great things for God. Uh, he did an amazing miracle by calling fire from God from heaven and defeating all the prophets of Baal, all the false prophets. And, and now Ahab and Jezebel are out to kill him. In, in that work that Elijah did, he brought the uh, Israelites back to God. Uh, life isn't fair. This is a great and amazing thing that happens in Elijah's life. He gets to be part of this amazing miracle that brings the children of Israel back to God. And then the next thing you know, the king and his wife are out to kill him. It's safe to say that Elijah is in a very bad spot right now. And I could stand up here and tell you that 
As a child of God, you should never be upset. You should never be sad. You should never be worn out. Or you should never be depressed like this. But we're all human. And life is going to get tough. And unbearable at times. But just like in the case of Elijah, God will always be watching us. God never left Elijah. God was watching Elijah and seen him go out into the wilderness. God seen the hurt and the burden of life that was on Elijah in that moment. And God turns to his angel and says, here, take this to my child. He needs some help. God loved Elijah enough to send him help. God loves us enough to send us help also. Even in your lowest place, even in your toughest, toughest days, God is in heaven and he's watching you. And he's getting ready to send you some help. And it's all because God loves us so much. God loved us enough to even send us Jesus. God sent us uh, all the help that we will ever need when he sent us Jesus. Jesus came to earth because he loves us. Jesus willingly gave up his life on the cross because he loves us. Jesus rose from the dead three days later because he wanted to make a way for us to go to heaven. He did all of that because he loves us. Let's everyone stand and bow your head. We are all in a journey through life and God can and God will provide for his children. But you have to be one of his children for God to be able to provide for you. So I just want to ask if anyone here does not know Jesus as their personal Savior, just raise your hand. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior, raise your hand. All right, praise God. Uh, my prayer is that we are all God's children here. Uh, there, I pray that we all have a very specific time in our life that we accepted Jesus as our personal Savior. I hope that to be true for all of you. Uh, if that is true, you are one of God's children, and God can provide for you. Notice that God didn't take away the work that Elijah had. Elijah did all these things for God throughout his life. He did many great things, but God wasn't done yet. But God provided for him to be able to do the things that maybe were too hard for him. How many here need help from God this morning? Need something from God? Maybe you're tired, you're worn out, you're burdened down by life. You, you just need God to provide some rest or help or nourishment, maybe some direction in your life. Go ahead and raise your hand so I can pray for you. All right. I, thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll be in prayer for you. Uh, I'm going to ask Mary to come and play a song, and we're not going to sing. She's just going to play, and I'm going to open up the altar. Uh, if you have something you need from God, come and meet with him. He's waiting here. He wants to meet with you. Uh, just come forward and pray to God and ask him to provide whatever it is that he needs for you. Feel free to come forward. The altar is open.